Hi, and welcome to the Female Health Podcast. My name is Mary Jo McGuire, owner of MJ Nutrition. I have a degree and master's in nutritional science, and I'm studying to be a nutritional therapist also. I work with women every day who want to lose weight, improve their relationship with food, hack their hormones, regulate their cycle, restore their periods, learn about nutrition for hormonal balance, help women come off the pill, and lots more. This podcast will be a place to talk about all things female health related, from periods, the pill, weight loss, diets, fertility, acne, PMS, and lots, lots more. I hope this platform to be educational and empowering so women can take charge of their health, their hormones, so they can feel and look their best at all stages. Hello, hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode of the Female Health Podcast. This is Mary Jo, your host, and today I'm going to be talking about um, some of the PCOS types. Um, I'm going to particularly, I'm going to talk about just one type today and I'm going to do maybe a series of this over the next few weeks uh, just to break down the types. Also, uh, I will talk about the importance of knowing your types and whether it is important or not actually more so. Um, so before diving into this week's episode, just to let you know that um, there you can all get access to um, the Know Your Flow Master task for free on my website or through the link in my bio so my website is www.mjnutrition.ie or you can go through the link in my bio on instagram mjnutrition so the know your flow master class is going to be great for anyone who wants to get to know their cycle more get a bit more hormonal resilience so really understanding the flow of their of your cycle and uh, get more in harmony with your hormones and uh, balance uh, hormones regulate your cycle and um, coming up post pill as well it will talk about that what you what you need to do with regards to that um, and how to manage PMS, which is really important and why PMS isn't normal. And um, it will go through the seasons of the cycle. So this is available for free on my website. So I think it'd be really beneficial for anyone who is struggling with um, any of those issues. And it's a really good starter for getting to understand your cycle a lot more. Also, you can access my PCOS masterclass, uh, PCOS Made Simple, for $19.99 through my website as well. So this is obviously going to be more beneficial for anyone who has got PCOS, really wants to get a grip to what is going on and understanding it and maybe you're feeling overwhelmed with all the information out there like do you need to worry about your type do you need to uh, cut carbs do you need to go gluten and dairy free all of that is covered in this master class it's about an hour long I encourage you to um, go watch this if you are you know struggling uh, with your PCOS and your diagnosis and you will definitely get something from it um, and I made this quite affordable because I want people to be able to uh, have some sort of support um, if they if you know coaching isn't um, available for you right now. Okay, so for this week's episode, let's dive into PCOS types. So there are a few different types of PCOS and, you know, there's a lot of school, different trains of thought around this. Uh, for my research and my reading on, on PCOS types, number one is insulin resistance, which is what I'm going to talk about today. Then there is um, the adrenal st- stressed type um, PCOS. And then there's inflammatory, and then there is thyroid PCOS. A lot of people say post pill PCOS as well. Um, I don't think this is really PCOS as such. It is post pill syndrome as such, but um, usually it does regulate itself. Um, and if you know you're not getting your your period for more than six to twelve months after coming off the pill, perhaps there was an underlying issue that you were unaware of before going on the pill. 
So that's just something to be aware of. So um, with regards to like your BCOS and identifying your type, what I would really like to say is try not get too focused on like identifying as one type and putting yourself into this box. Oh, I'm insulin resistant or I'm, you know, adrenal. Um, because this then um, pigeonholes you to this type, you get really, you can become a wee bit obsessed. You want an identity and you want to put a name or a label on it. And this becomes something we want to do a lot, like is label things. But yes, it can be helpful to have an awareness of what type we are, but it's not the be all and end all. Um, I do think that if you're following the basic principles that I discuss in the PCOS masterclass, um, you're able to help all types of PCOS. And that's just something to be aware of. Yes, for different types, you can get a little bit specific around, say, supplements supplements and maybe the types of exercise that you're doing and maybe morning and night routines things like that and that might be where coaching kind of comes in to really help identify what like personalized strategies could really support you but on a general level I really mean this that you can do so much for any type of PCOS by following basic principles of um like what I discussed in my PCOS masterclass so um for the first type of PCOS, insulin resistance, um, this is the most common type as such. Um, to be honest, I would, I would uh, 70 to 80% of women with PCOS have insulin resistance, but I would say that there are maybe even more and like everyone has some degree of insulin resistance in PCOS. It may not be as extreme leading on to like pre-diabetes in some people, but it is, and uh, there are some levels or some degree of insulin resistance. And that's what it is really for everyone. There's different degrees of it. And um, not everyone's going to have a high level of insulin resistance. So what is insulin resistance? So basically it's when the body is producing too much insulin or we've got too much, um, too high levels of insulin in the bloodstream. Uh, and this, uh, there are different reasons why this may occur. Uh, perhaps um, with PCOS, there is, it's a largely genetic um there's a genetic component to it. So it there, there does derive from that. So that genetic component plus high levels of insulin can lead then to PCOS. Uh, but why is there insulin resistance there in the first place? So essentially when you're, when you're insulin resistant, the cells in your body, the cells which are supposed to take up sugar to be used as energy, that's their job. Um, the, the cells become resistant to insulin. So insulin is the transporter or the, the carrier of sugar into the cells. So it brings it into the cells. Um, and when this insulin uh, stops um, being responded to by the cells, we get a build up of both insulin and sugar in the bloodstream. And this is what kind of wreaks havoc then and leads to the likes of cardiovascular disease and diabetes and also drives PCOS in uh, some women. So uh, there's different reasons why you, you may have this as I say but some um, drivers of it are poor diets that's one thing it's your diet so high uh, highly processed highly inflammatory or high carbohydrate diets so predominantly leading towards more as a takeaways fried fatty foods and um, refined carbohydrates sugar sweets cakes pastries chocolate and um, takeaways as I said things like that alcohol and that that general type of western style diet um, in excess um, so this isn't for the person who has maybe the takeaway every couple of weeks and then look after you know it's fairly good with their nutrition and exercises this isn't to say that you, you know your diet is causing it this is for some of the people or you know an individual who maybe 
it's just gotten into a habit of like very processed, uh, easy nutrition or easy food more so or um, convenience foods more so and less focus on good nutritious food. Um, so that's kind of where that uh, w- would be driven by. This kind of food would drive insulin resistance because it's pro-inflammatory and it um, is high in carbohydrates. And if there's a lot of carbohydrates in the bloodstream, basically this turns to a lot of sugars. This sugar has to go somewhere. And so a lot of insulin then is dumped into the bloodstream to help to get rid of this sugar and then eventually over time the cells just get very fatigued and tired of doing this job and start to become resistant to all this sugar floating around the bloodstream um, and all this insulin floating around the bloodstream so that's one main one of the main drivers other potential causes of it are smoking um stress stress is a big cause of it so we cannot um forget about the role that stress has on the uh, on on all of our hormonal pathways um the birth control pill can actually drive it as well in some cases so that's why you may have post-pill insulin resistance for a while um lack of sleep poor sleep is a big factor so if you're not sleeping well consistently then you will start to see um fluctuations in all of your kind of uh, key hormones like your insulin your cortisol uh, hunger hormones like leptin and ghrelin and that's why your appetite is more after bad sleep so you tend to make poor decisions after bad sleep as well um alcohol of course is a driver of it like in excess again um trans fats so trans fats are like the really unhealthy fats the ones that are not really necessary for our health at all they're highly processed and um, you find them in processed cakes paste things like that and their job is to prolong the shelf life in foods but they're ba- they're, conve- they're um, conventionally made fats so they're not naturally found in these foods and these actually raise our bad cholesterol they lower our good cholesterol and they also drive inflammation and can lead to insulin resistance um, unhealthy gut bacteria is also a potential driver of insulin resistance. So if your gut health is not, um, you know, balanced, if you've got more unhealthy bacteria to more to healthy bacteria, or let's say more unfriendly to friendly bacteria, then this as well can drive insulin resistance. So a lot of PCOS can be, um, there's research to suggest that the your gut microbiota or your, the components of what make up your gut basically have a role in um, driving insulin resistance and PCOS as well and a big influence of the gut microbiome is your diet so again if you're looking after your diet they're more likely you're going to have a healthy gut Um, magnesium deficiency so low levels of magnesium have been found in women with PCOS and those who've got insulin resistance and and diabetes as well Um, so there are some of the main potential reasons why you may have insulin resistance so obviously it's not just one thing you need to look at yes diet's a part of it but you need to look at your sleep you need to look at your stress the way you're moving etc so um some signs of having insulin resistance on a physical level would be um and this is an important to differ to acknowledge that this is not going to be for everyone and remember i said there's going to be degrees so if you've got a higher degree of say insulin resistance and you're on that real uh, you know more insulin resistant type and really that's your main type then you may show signs of weight gain around the midline uh, however you can still have insulin resistance and be lean and that's just something to be aware of um so for example myself i wouldn't be the typical insulin resistant type look you know if you were to go into gp they would say oh but you're not um overweight so you probably don't have pcos that's not true i 100 have pcos many of my clients are lean and have pcos as well and 
um, they will have they still need to manage their insulin levels and I need to manage my insulin levels it's really important to balance blood sugars and um, that's still always going to be a major component of my um, my management of PCOS so you can be in that um, as I have different degrees I don't think it's um, a as big an issue for me, the insulin issue, I'll say for somebody else, but it's still something that I have to look after. And um, so that's just important to bear in mind that um, there's different degrees of it, but that you, um, some, a, a physical sign for some, that is that you may have weight gain around the midline. So that kind of apple shaped obesity um, is a typical look of say insulin resistance. But again, that's just a typical look. It doesn't mean everyone has to have that. Um, then to really dry, identify if you have a blood result, blood tests are the are the most important thing. So in Ireland, they don't really test for fasting insulin. So that's unfortunate because that's the most accurate way to know. It's you really need to know what your insulin levels look like. You can get an insulin resistant index done. And um, so that's um, HOMA IR index. So that would be an important blood test to get done if you are looking at um figuring out what kind of um, PCOS you have um, or doing an insulin glucose challenge test. So again, it's similar to an oral glucose challenge test where you um, you, you take, um, blood samples are taken over the every two hours following a sweet drink, but you don't just test glucose, you also test insulin. So this is a really good way of measuring your insulin levels. And if they're really high, then that's a good way of knowing. Um, so there's a good chance that if you've got PCOS, you've got some level of insulin resistance. So really managing this is, is key. So some, some tips, and I outline a lot of these in the PCOS masterclass is really looking at your diet. So, um, again, it depends on where you're at, but, um, protein and carbs together, pairing them together is key. So not eating carbs alone. So say, for example, you are a person who has fr fruit and, um, porridge every morning and that's like your healthy breakfast those foods alone there's nothing wrong with them but the problem is they're just carbohydrates and you're not getting any protein so you need to add some sort of source of protein so whether that is hemp seeds whether that is a protein powder whether you have a protein yogurt on the side and um, you need to have some source of protein with that and um, that is the most one of the most important changes that you can make is starting to combine protein and carbs together and eating in a in, in a time frame of every four to five hours ideally um, is a really good way to start balancing and regulating your blood sugars. When your blood sugars are regulated, you won't require as much insulin to be pumped and dumped into the bloodstream. And this then lowers your insulin levels and this then helps reduce your PCOS. So to backtrack a wee bit there, <clears throat> excuse me. Sorry, everyone. Um, but uh, to backtrack a little bit there, how does insulin actually cause PCOS or what's its role in PCOS? So too much insulin, the main thing it does, it impairs ovulation. So what it does, it causes your ovaries to make more testosterone instead of estrogen. So you're delaying your ovulation, it's impeding ovulation, um, and you're starting to make more testosterone, which is that um, male androgen, which causes excess hair growth, acne, and delayed cycles. Um, and also what it does, it stimulates luteinizing hormone. So this from the brain, okay, and this um, from, from the pituitary gland, okay, so this basically then stops your, um, stops your ability to ovulate, and it stimulates even more androgens. 
And it also lowers sex hormone binding globulin protein, so SHBG. And this then results in um, more testosterone because its job is to actually bind to testosterone and lower it. But if we're having uh, lower levels of this, then we're having higher levels of testosterone. So just to note there, basically what it does, it basically stops your ability to ovulate. So you get irregular cycles and it raises androgen levels. In a nutshell, that's what it does. It also can cause more cravings. It can reduce energy levels, cause fatigue, and it can lead to um, weight gain as well and fat storage. So th th there are some of the other like physical symptoms. So again, this is why weight gain is not the, um, being told to lose weight is not the answer to someone who's got PCOS. The answer is trying to resolve the insulin resistance. And yes, weight gain um, perhaps can help with that. But the reason you have weight gain is because your cells are resistant to insulin. So once you get to the root of that issue and start to resolve that, weight loss will start to occur. Okay. Um, so managing your blood sugars is the ultimate way to to reduce this so protein and carb combinations uh, you may need to manage your carb levels and then you can build up a tolerance to them so at the beginning there's no mean by no means am i saying go low low carb or anything like that but maybe start by having say more like fruits um and berries and like easy to digest fruits then you can move to like root vegetables then you can move to like grains and things like that again this is better to work with on a coaching level to figure out your kind of tolerance level and what works for you and your and your goals and uh, so say for example your goal is fertility and uh, you may be able to take a little bit more carbohydrates if fat loss is your goal maybe you need to um, manage your carbohydrate intake but certainly not cut them out that's one of the most important things to note is because you need carbohydrates to ovulate um, so that's one of the main things you can do to support that. Another thing is the type of exercise that you're doing. Um, so if you're fashing out hit resistance resistance training, um, sorry, hit workouts, excuse me, um, you know, a few times a week and you're doing high intensity cardio sessions um, and you're still not losing weight. Um, that's because the best exercise for insulin resistance PCOS is resistance training. So any sort of weight bearing workouts um, because this will really help to um, sensitize your muscles to insulin so when your cells are sensitive to insulin you start to mop up all the insulin and the glucose and um, then you basically um, reduce fat and the muscle takes up more space than fat in the body so the more workouts that you do and the more uh, weight training exercise you do the more muscle you're going to build this will make up more space in the body reduce the, the space for fat and so then you'll have more um the cells in in the muscles are more sensitive to insulin so they'll start to um take up all the sugar and the insulin from the body and reduce all the symptoms you'll start to ovulate more you start to lose weight and um, lower androgen so it's one of the best lifestyle changes you can make is swapping your workout for more resistance style training and then looking at some supplements so uh, inositol is a great supplement for lowering insulin resistance um, and and or improving it and um, so is magnesium magnesium is really really beneficial for that as well again working with a um, nutritionist dietitian um, to get dosages and brands specific for you is a recommended thing to do um, but in a nutshell balance your blood checks 
blood sugars, excuse me, by eating protein and carbs together, uh, looking at your training, what are you doing? So walking and um, resistance workouts rather than doing tons of HIIT workouts and then looking at your supplements, make sure you're looking at inositol and uh, magnesium. So that's what I would suggest if you are, you know, thinking this is your type of PCOS. Um, but for really every type of PCOS, I'd encourage you to look at these types of changes. They're going to benefit you um, for all types anyway. But I just want you to explain how insulin resistance drives PCOS and what maybe are the potential drivers of insulin resistance, why you may have it and what you can really do about it. So um, I hope this helps clear some um, queries up for people. Um, if you enjoyed this episode, I'd really appreciate you leaving a review on iTunes um, and also make sure to check out my website mjnutrition.ie to check out my free course and know your flow masterclass and also to check out the pcos made simple masterclass available for 1999 and also please feel free to reach out to me on uh, dm on instagram or my email and if you have any questions um, or want to um, ask me anything so appreciate everyone listening to the episodes as usual and i'll be back next week with another episode